All right, so today we're going to be talking about anarchists yet again. So anarchists have absolutely had an impact on the world. Malcolm Archibald explains anarcho-syndicalism like this, quote, the anarcho-syndicalists set as their goal no less than seizing control of society from capitalists and the state and instituting worker self-management in the spheres of production, distribution, and consumption, end quote. So to this end, they and similar radicals in general are organized as labor unions. In some places like the anarcho-syndicalist Spanish CNT and federations of unions, and a variety of consumer, housing, anti-military, and other organizations. Anarchists have had a presence in quite a few of the world's largest anti-capitalist protests and revolts, and for many of the more high-profile acts of mass direct action, such as anti-globalization protests and labor strikes. In fact, there's a recent example of this kind of too, The 2023 rail strike by French rail workers is linked to the CGT, which is a union that has roots in anarcho-syndicalism. So, obviously, it's not like that entire movement is completely irrelevant to the present day. Granted, union density has seen a decline in places like the United States, but it does not take a genius to figure out why unions challenge corporate power. To counter worker and consumer power, corporate interests have been very effective propagandists and have dominated mass media messaging. Distracting citizens from the working class's radical history is no doubt a huge part of these efforts, despite labor history being as interesting as countless other topics that we are encouraged to focus on instead. So, uh, socialist ideologues are as old as people themselves, but were more formally introduced in Europe from the time of the French Revolution. There were socialist parties and sentiments in Britain. William Blake's 1804 poem titled, And Did Those Feet in Ancient Time, had popularized the comparison of industrial factories and mines to dark satanic mills, Blake had actually lived near the Albion flour mills. So, even culturally, you know, uh, left-wing radicals definitely made an impact back then. Russian socialist Alexander Herson is said to have partly inspired the emancipation of Russian serfs by Alexander II, and it should be noted that Alexander II would be assassinated by radicals regardless, as those reforms were not deemed adequate by the group that plotted the violent deed. And on that note, I have to say, you know, I'm not pro-assassination, right? But even if I was, I don't think I would have it in me to assassinate somebody who had just formally emancipated people from serfdom. I just don't think I would have it in me to uh, actually, you know, do that sort of thing to somebody who just kind of gave the population a major, I guess, gift, if you will. 
Granted, I'm sure Alexander II wasn't really that great of a guy overall. But still, I don't know, man. I would have a pretty tough time um, being that much of an extremist, I guess you might say. But, you know, those were the times. And uh, to be clear, it's, of course, not the case that only anarchists have ever committed assassinations in history. Of course, it's hard to find a political ideology that hasn't committed political violence, aside from the most strict type of pacifist movement. I I think it's quite rare, actually. But anyway, as far as other major figures and anarchist movements who had an influence, I would I would also go with Peter Kropotkin, another Russian who was actually born a prince but became a revolutionary anarchist. And if you think about that, well, that alone makes him a pretty fascinating figure. But he also wrote some excellent volumes of anarchist philosophy and re- revolutionary socialism, perhaps most notably Mutual Aid, released in 1902 to a pretty receptive audience. Although, of course, these days, I would say not that many people likely even know about Kropotkin. It seems like as time goes on, he's becoming relatively obscure. Not to say no one ever talks about him, but, you know, it's it's one of those things. The passage of time makes people closer to being a distant memory. So, there, of course, there are other anarchists, socialists, and anarcho-syndicalist theoreticians that could be mentioned here, too, but you surely get the idea. The, the point is, you know, they've had a major role in shaping the world, and, of course, they were part of labor movements that ended things like child labor, or at least uh, forced child labor, and a lot of the... Uh, industrialized countries, but of course, you still have slavery that persists in the world and whatnot. So really, that sort of work is never truly done, so long as there are any uh, any sort of oppressive institutions and individuals out there. It's, it's not like you're ever going to completely move past the need for any sort of activism like that. But um, okay, that's really about all I need to say for this episode. And yeah, hope you uh, learned something. Maybe you already knew this, but I think it's interesting anyway. So, all right, have a good one.